I um, wanted to invite you all, all of our listeners, to Inspire Key the Podcast. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Shout out to Miles. You know what I'm saying? She in the crowd. Woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> so I um, want to invite you, uh, well, welcome you guys to Inspire Key in the Podcast. Um, in this podcast, basically what you'll, what you'll find is conversations that highlight that highlights our perspectives and uh, experiences as Black Millennial Dreamers. Uh, our Inspire Kingdom podcast mission is to launch a ministry that inspires people to tap into their God-given potential, pursue freedom through entrepreneurship, and share ideas that positively impact our community. So let's get started. What's up, what's up everybody? It's your boy Jay Mack coming to you live. We are in Mactown, AKA McKinney, Texas. Uh, chilling with some good friends that we're about to introduce here in a little bit. Uh, it is a leap year, guys. So we are in 2020. Uh, this feels like this year is going by extremely fast. Like it's crazy. It like is. as yeah. you, as you all know, you know we are a couple weeks from from, from our wedding day, and so yeah, it's coming up. It's coming up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How you it's, feeling? I'm feeling. I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. Um, I'm, I'm ready to 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 let the doves go. Um, <laughs> You know, metaphorically yeah, speaking, because we just that was that the Dells wasn't in the budget. So. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm ready to, to 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 share the rest of my life with my with my queen and and see all the things that God has in store for us. So, so um, so yeah. So while I'm talking about me, um, let me go ahead and just introduce myself. My name is Jamal Mack. I am the founder of Inspire Kingdom and. Um, Inspire Kingdom has been has been something that has been in the works for the last whew, few years. I remember we were sitting in Paul Quinn um, back yeah. in 2015, 2016. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, it was a long time ago. But the concept of Inspire Kingdom came came to be at on uh, at HBCU. So shout out to the HBCUs <laughs> out there. Uh, and now Inspire Kingdom has kind of morphed into this particular podcast where we're just sharing ideas with the people that help. Uh, create the concept of, of Inspired Kingdom and friends and family that uh, are have inspired me throughout my, my lifetime um, to, to help me be the person I am today. So uh, speaking of them, I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves and uh, who they are and, and, and what, and basically, I guess, how we can, you guys can share kind of how we met. Cool. So whoever wants to go first. All right. My name is Andre Mitchell II. I'm from Dallas, Texas. I actually met Jamal probably about seven years ago. Uh, could be a little longer, a little Has shorter. it been that long? Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, was, my God. I was looking back at pictures. I was like, yeah, we've been rocking for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, but that's what life is about, you know, just finding people who you can relate to and connect with and you can grow through life together. And so uh, I have two major things going right now. The first thing is my marketing company, Platinum Impressions Marketing Firm. We design everything from websites to business cards to brand development. Then as well as uh, my current thing that I'm extremely excited about is Millionaire by 30 Junior, where we actually going into schools and the community and teaching youth about financial literacy because we all know and shoot, even me and Jamal, I remember when he first graduated college and when we met from where we were then to where we are now, we've learned a lot of things, you know, just about how to budget from how to save money, how to uh, shoot plan for wedding. You yeah. know, it's a lot of things <laughs> that life just throws at you right. and money can money is basically a tool 
uh, to use mm -hmm. to help you. But if you don't know how to manage it the right way, it'll also be something that can imprison you. And so uh, we're able to go into the community and help kids do that. So we're excited about that. For sure, for sure, man. Appreciate that. Hey, I don't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I've been knowing Jamal since 2015, so that's like five years. Yeah. I met Jamal through this internship program called Inroads, which is a, a program that what you have to be in your sophomore year to um, apply, mm -hmm. and then it'll place you at a company for a paid internship. You know, you really don't hear that nowadays, right? So I'm I'm Martin Keith. Casey, you know, originally from Houston, born and raised. Shout out to H-Town. Right, from the, people, <laughs> from the people in Houston. I'm from the north side, so okay. my family is from the Acres home and, and the Studewood area. And then we later moved to Spring, so I'm a Spring ISD kid from like a little bit of elementary to, to high school. So I did my undergrad at University of Houston downtown, and then um, just when I got a part of Enrose and created me a job opportunity, um, in Dallas. So that's mm -hmm. how I got to Dallas. You know, started as a staff accountant and then made my way to asset management. So, you know, I'm just here today just to learn from, from Jamal and Andre, you know, you know, what their knowledge is and then also drop some gentles for stuff that I wish I would have knew during school that I could have had a head start. So, you know, that's, that's what my take is from it. So I'm real happy about this. So that's what's up. That's what's up. Well man, um, well, speaking of, of dropping gems and, and things that you would have that you would have um, wish you knew back then, what is what, what are some of the things that you would have told yourself, um, I guess, as a uh, graduating senior in college that you know now? Because you said when did you graduate? 2016. 2016. So it's almost been uh, four years now. Yeah. Yes. May will be four years about. So four years out of college. What were some of the things that you probably would have told yourself? Um, as a graduated senior that you that you know now? Really, it starts back in high school. Okay, okay, okay. Take <laughs> so, us back, bro. <laughs> so in high school, I was hanging out with the wrong crowd. Okay. Like, you know, the people that, you know, drug dealers and drug users. Okay. So I wasn't taking school serious. So it wasn't until my junior year, like, you know, people started looking at colleges and I looked at my GPA. It was literally like a 1.9. Oh, <laughs> so I'm like, oh man, I gotta take this serious. So yeah. and then it, it really hit home like once like we started applying. So like like all my friends would get into like schools like UTSA, Lamar, um I, I, you know, I, I couldn't get into it. It was actually kind of embarrassing. Mm -hmm. But hey, you know, that wasn't in my cards, but it was a big life lesson which pushed me once I did get in college to take it serious. So mm -hmm. I ended up Graduated soon from Lottie. Um, mm. It was a 3.8. But, you know, that life lesson just tells me to let people know this in high school. Like, take it serious so you can get into a um, good college. I mean, it still worked out for me, but I had to work extremely hard. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that would um, propel my grind in college. So, you know, each class, you know, BS around. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just take it serious. It's all about work ethic, you know. R.P. Kobe, it is seriously that mama mentality. Like, you really got to, you know, put in the hours. Yeah. You have to be obsessed and you have to you have to really understand what you're what you're working for. And I think speaking of, on Kobe, man, God rest his soul, um, one of the things that set him apart was his hard work, but also just his 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 understanding of 
like being so focused on his, he set out from high school that I want to be the greatest basketball player of all time. Yeah. Right. And that, that, that statement, that mission that he had, that goal that he had, he never weighed from it, wavered from it. It was like every single day he's pursuing that particular goal. And so I know in high school, um, my, my background is similar to, 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 to yours, Marvin, like my, my GPA wasn't where it needs to be. Yeah. I, for me, I was, I wasn't necessarily hanging out with, with people that were, doing drugs but I, I i had aspirations at the time to be i wanted to be in the game right just because i felt like it was cool so yeah. at that time we were still tall t's and air forces and, <laughs> and everything else yeah. and so i was just i just i felt like that was something that made me cool um and when i was graduating or graduating senior man i had no idea um, where I was going to go to college. Like the only reason why I went to college was because my mom put in an application and at a school I didn't even know of, it was in Waco. And um, I come home one day, I think two weeks into the summer, into, into, into summer, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I graduated and life is ahead of me. I'm just excited. I have no idea what's going to, what I'm going to do, but all I got planned is eating cereal and playing 2K. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And and all of a sudden, my mom just 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 walked into my room and she was like, "Hey, uh, next month you going to you 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 moving out?" And I was like, "Where am I going?" <laughs> she was like, "You going to college?" I was like, "Right." I was like, "Wait, what college?" I didn't apply to college. <laughs> yeah. But um, but because of that, like that really propelled me to understand like how much education um, really really allowed me to be where I am today. Because within my first semester, I made I was able to to have a 3.6 going to Texas State to, uh, Technical College. And yeah. it, it really helped me understand, like, okay, even though the, the particular um, major I was pursuing was communications, I didn't follow up and finish that one. But I just it just showed me, like, it was so much more that I, I enjoyed about learning on this stage and this platform than I actually did in high school because mm-hmm. I was more concerned about trying to get the girl and trying to impress everybody else than than that. But fast forward into today, it actually took me uh, six years to get my college degree. So I actually went to two different, three, yeah, three different schools. So I went to mm-hmm. Texas State Community College, dropped out, um, transitioned to becoming a minister at that time, and then from there, I went to Austin Community College and then transferred from there to Paul Quinn College, which is where I kind of really met you guys. Right. Right. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So that's <clears throat> that's my story on that. And so, Andre, what's some of the things that you probably would have told yourself? Uh, really, just to piggyback off you all, even in, in my story, even though it's different, is just take life serious mm. because time goes by so fast. Yeah. Like you turn around, and it's like, man, where did that five years go? And I remember like back in the day, older people used to say it all the time. And I, I'm i like, hey, we got time, you know, and I'm thought, I thought I was taking it so seriously at that time. But now that I look back, I'm like, man, I really should have should have been on my grind even harder than I was, mm-hmm. because if I was, I would have been way farther than I am now. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're striving those goals because the older you get, the more responsibilities you get and the more responsibilities you get, the less freedom you have at times. And so I'm like, wow, I could have ran even faster then when I had more energy, even though I'm only 27 now. I still got a lot of energy, but I had even more energy when I was 21, 22. And so I would have just said, hey, take take the time serious and don't uh, don't undervalue the time that you have. You know, just really 
dig in deep and do whatever you need to do to go ahead and make it happen. And if you think you're going hard now, just make sure you document and everything so you can go back and reflect and see what you need to change to do to do better the next next week and a month after that, you know, and then just make those changes. So let me I want to kind of pivot this conversation since we since we did. Um, we are talking about things that we would that we wish we would have known back then. Um, and our, our backgrounds are, are similar, but but different. Right. But the one thing that we all do have in common is that we're, we're three young black men that, you know, have overcome the odds. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> I was just thinking about literally a uh, hundred years ago from today, 200 years ago from today. You know, people that look like us and people that um, come from our community or come from our culture, quote unquote, didn't have these particular opportunities at all. So um, do you feel like some of the things that allowed you to um, really just kind of, quote unquote, become woke, stay woke or whatever you want to call it, um, was that reality of trying to combat the narrative that is kind of against us as black men and black millennials? Um, and or was it strictly like just something that you found out? Okay, you know what? I'm just kind of good at this, and I just want to stick stick with this and and ride this wave. What do you What do you feel like it was? Um, this is actually a funny story behind that. Um, like I chose accounting because I was good with numbers, and mm-hmm. then later found out that my dad actually went to school for accounting. Like wow. my, my my daddy must tell me my. Cousin told me, I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, so who's earning your blood yeah, already? Yeah, right. I was like, guessing, like, yeah. yeah. You know, that's what it was. And, you know, my dad, he made some, you know, poor mistakes, which he couldn't finish his degree. So it's just mm-hmm. like I kind of picked up the baton and, and you know, to drive it home. So mm-hmm. that's how I came about. I guess it was a natural thing for me. Hmm. When did you know you was good with numbers? Um, I always enjoyed math, like, in, like, in high school and stuff, like I was in the calculus class, you know, mm-hmm. in high school. So, you know, just solving problems to algebra, like it was cool, mm-hmm. you know. So that's how I got into it. That's what's up. One thing I, I I do remember, I did like algebra. Geometry for me was like, <laughs> why are we talking about shapes right now? Yeah. Like, what is a polygraph? What is Anywhere. this? Right. <laughs> you talking about yeah, angles? Right, right. Let's yeah. keep it keep it simple for me, man. You know, so so yeah. What about you, Drake? Hey, and I think for me, uh, that's where a lot of my inspiration came from. My parents and my grandparents, and just looking at a lot of the things that they went through. Like I remember uh, my grandmother; she passed like two years ago. Her name was Willie Joyce Mitchell, and I she grew up in Bryan, Texas. And I would take her like every couple of years to her class reunion back down there, and she actually took me like by past the spot to where like they used to pick cotton mm-hmm. and to some of those places. And I think for me, that's when it just sunk in that slavery really wasn't that, that long ago, mm-hmm. you know, and just by talking to the elders in my family, just kind of helped me get a better understanding of how blessed we really are and the opportunities that we have. Mm-hmm. Cause literally in a time to where they couldn't, could not read. And if they tried to read, it would basically be illegal. So now we have Google in our, in our hands. Well, we can find out any information on anything we want to learn about and we can learn anything at any time. And so I think a lot of my inspiration really did come from just understanding that they did all of that and was making pretty good money and overcame all of that. So I have none of the excuses that they have, Mm -hmm. but I have way more opportunities than they have. Mm -hmm. So I will be doing my family a disservice uh, doing less than, than they did. And so I think I think about that honestly every day and say, hey, how can I? 
get to the next level because I want my kids to go farther than I am. And in order for them to go farther than I am, I got to make sure that I'm picking up all the information, doing everything that I can do now. So when I do have kids, I'll be able to have the time to spend with them, to teach and instill into them the things that they need to know in order to be successful as black people, whether it's a female or male in this society, because it's a lot harder for us. But at the same time, with the things that we have overcome as a people, I don't want to say we better, but we just have we just have some advantages. You know, for us yeah. to still be where we are today with all of those setbacks, hey, it's just it's just what it is. It's something in the melanin, I guess. Hey, it's something in the melanin, <laughs> man. It's that sun and delight, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, man, that's that's what's up. And and, and uh, to piggyback on both of you guys, for me, it's it's the same. Um, understanding my family legacy and understanding the the, the overall history of, of who we are at the quote unquote birth of a nation. Like there would be no nation without us. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. And and one of the things I really put into perspective was my, my my dad's dad, my grandfather, shared with me that he actually experienced slavery from mm-hmm. in his in his life, right? Um and, and here's a man who raised 10 kids, mm-hmm. um left land for all the kids for to pass down now to his grandkids, grandkids. Wow. Uh, I was an entrepreneur owned multiple businesses, um, was an actual sheriff in town. Hmm. And um, and I, I believe he and his wife was married for over 30 something years as well before she so passed awesome. away. Right. And so, right. And so I'm like, one of the things that it showed me was like, okay, I'm literally a generation away from being him. Right. Right. Yeah. Like literally being yeah. him and for him to accomplish all the things that he did off a of third grade education Come on, to man. the point to where he's, He's he's some of the businesses that he had was he actually had a restaurant slash bar. Another business he had was in construction. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the places that he still currently has now that he's built, he had his kids and he taught his kids to trade. And so now they went out and that's mostly for the for the most part what they actually do. Right. Wow. And uh, some of the best things that that allowed, what that that he taught them was how to capitalize off the things that they built with their hands, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's still houses to this day that are still standing in Giddings, Texas, that my dad and him had built that they're actually, some of the family members are getting rent off of that property. That's awesome. Yeah, you know what I mean? Awesome. Yeah. So, so, so for me, I was like, you know, on, on, on my dad's side, that's, that's something as a Mac, I want to mention that I carry on that legacy and, and step into into who I'm supposed to be because it's mm-hmm. it's already in my bloodline. And then on my on my mother's side, understanding he he had a, a very peculiar upbringing. He was adopted by an African man mm-hmm. and uh his 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 mom at the time was a white lady, right? And from stories that my mom shared with me, she 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 did kind of come off as a little racist, mm-hmm. even though some of the things that she lived as as the person she loved who she had kids by things right. of that nature was a was a contradiction he was able to see both sides mm-hmm. right and from him raising my mother and and, and and my uncles they were one of the first few people to integrate um high schools and middle schools in dfw area in Irving, mm-hmm. right so looking at my mom i'm like okay so you are trailblazer just because you might not have understood the concept of what you was actually going to every single day right. going just going to school and learning how to read learning how to write learning how to do algebra right um that i'm literally just a generation away from that mm. right 
So if I'm born, I'm, I was born in 1999. I mean, not 1999. Oh. 1999. <laughs> 1999. You know what I'm saying? I still look like I was born in 1999. <laughs> but uh, born in 1990, you know, like Martin Luther King died in the 60s. Mm. That's less than 30. That's less than 30 years than right. the day that I was that I that I was born. And look how far we came. Absolutely. Right. And so he was still young when he passed. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So still here. exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so um, taking all that into consideration, man, I think that was uh, being the fact that we made it past the 21 mark of mm. being a black man in America, past the 25 year mark of being a black man in America, like our story by itself and the legacy that we have. I think that should always be the, the narrative that we create and being unapologetic about our experiences, because mm. at the end of the day, um, I was reading this, this, uh, listening to this um, YouTube series called Reconstruction, and it's Reconstruction After the Civil War. Hmm. And basically what it goes into is a four-part series I highly recommend it. My uncle had told me about it. Shout out to Uncle Tony. Um, and basically what it, what it does, it, it, it walks you through a, the 100-year process post-Civil War, uh, how the Reconstruction was allowing the, the slaves to be free, hmm. right? And in order for them to get the 40 acres and the mule, right? Mm-hmm. However, even the, in the South, <clears throat> it was the thing that, that everyone was entitled to. But a couple of years after the Reconstruction uh, stage had took place, they had put laws in place that black people from black people specifically from obtaining the ownership of land and obtaining wow. the ownership of being able to own and, and and do everything that they need to do to sustain their family and then just recreate it and reconstruct the slavery into a whole new model. Mm-hmm. And so from that point, we have throughout our history being presented promises and and, and and things that that we've been looking to 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 be um treated as equal citizens uh, in this country that has constantly been robbed and taken away from us, that we had to figure out a way to overcome and recreate our own culture and our own economy to sustain mm. ourselves within our communities, right? Mm. And so in and, and every single time that we've been able to propel ourselves, um, we have always been a threat to us to the system, mm. which doesn't make sense because the system wouldn't even exist had it not been for slavery, had it not been right. for black people. Right. Mm-hmm. And still to this day, we still see remnants of that. Um, no, 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 no judgment against the person in the White House right now. But, got you know, um, it just is what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, it's I'm not one to judge. Only God can do that. But at the end of the day, you got to look at the facts. Right. Right. Yeah. right. And so. And so, yeah. So with that being said, man, I want to make sure that we we stay on, on the timeline on this one. But one one more one more question I want to ask in regards to in regards to this is what are one or two things that you want people to know about you from to who you are today um, from what you just shared and you know really what what makes you inspire Kingdom? Gotcha. I think for me it's just the fact that uh, I love helping people and seeing people win. Mm. Uh, and everything that I do, because I do a lot, but that's pretty much my goal in all that I do is to make sure that I'm helping somebody uh, become who God called them to be and making sure that I can assist them and help them with whatever I got in order to accomplish that. Yeah. That's right. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, the, the one thing I want people to know is that I'm not the smartest guy, you know, despite having a 3.8. That just wasn't just off of brilliance. Like, it's hard work that goes into it. Like, it's really my work ethic mm. and everything. And I just want to instill that into whoever's listening, you know, inspire them to accomplish their dreams. Like, hey, not, not everybody is, like, God-gifted. You know, that takes a lot of hard work. You know what I'm saying? Hard work can be talent any day as long as you put in the right amount of work. So that's the thing I want people to know about me. That's real. And um, I guess the thing that I, I would want people to know about me is, you know, I'm 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 an imperfect, perfect, imperfect person. I'm human just like everybody else. But uh, I know that my, my heart is a thing that fuels me. Because I I have a, a a heart that that wants to serve a heart that wants that wants to 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 be great and I have a heart that just wants to share you know all the all all the things that that I've learned through through success and failure with 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 really everybody right mm -hmm. and one of the things that <clears throat> I was telling my mom about the other day was I was letting letting my family know that I'm starting this podcast. And the overall thing that just kept scratching the back of my mind was, you know, this is something that is being launched on this specific day as a leap year mm. for one. Right. So that's yeah. that's a sign for one. For two, um, this is something that is going to go into the universe and it's going to come back to us because this is a seed that, that, that we're planting today and that we're believing the faith that God is going to to manifest it uh, within within our lifetime. Um, and then number three, knowing that our, in our lifetime, if God blesses us, that the seeds that we have that he gives us as children mm -hmm. are going to be able to look back at this and be like, you know what? My, my father was on this, was, was left, left, left me a bit of information that I can use to make sure that I can pass that particular information down to my kids. Right. right. And at the end of the day, that's what the ultimate goal of Inspire Kingdom is. It's not necessarily building your your kingdom on earth which is important right mm -hmm. but but making sure that that the kingdom that you're pursuing is so much bigger than just just this earth that is something that 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 surpasses you when your spirit goes on to god with god to be with god right Absolutely. Absolutely. so so yeah so um man i Look, this is this is segment one. I think we got some good content. On <laughs> and the cool, the cool thing about this, like this is being documented. Like right. our kids, kids gonna see this. Exactly. Gonna like you want to know how your great granddad is? Right. inspired kingdom, and here, here's how he spoke. Right. Like, exactly. Here, how intelligent he is. So that's that's pretty dope. I like that. You know. That's it. That's it. That's true. Especially once once we get visuals. Yeah, man, and it's it's gonna come. I, I I actually, you didn't know, I'm actually kind of recording this one right now. So, oh, we don't we don't, we don't take it. <laughs> well, actually, I thought I was. No, okay, it's, it's, I guess it's not. But um, I just had I had a, I had a camera on my laptop. Oh, about to say what happened? I ain't got that much money, bro. I ain't got but um, but yeah, man. So this is gonna be the end of segment one. Um, for episode one, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Y'all stay tuned and remember, inspire kingdom.